Buenos Nachos Amigos and welcome to Halijuku, a podcast about East Asian pop culture from a couple of guys from the East Coast of the U.S. Uh, we're here, gathered once again, talking about the East Asian pop culture, talking about the things on, on in the world of K-pop and, and, and other places as well, K-pop, J-pop, and more, uh, but mostly K-pop. Uh, I'm Petey Rave, your man with no plan. Here with me is my tag team partner, my partner in crime, my right-hand man to my left-hand side. we got Brandon Cooper, a.k.a. King Cass. How you doing, Cass? I'm doing good. I'm doing well. I'm doing... I'm doing. <laughs> we're all doing. Uh, we're all doing. Uh, we're also both working retail, and it's almost Black Friday, so... <laughs> speaking, speaking of that, I had a funny moment today that should have in in all right ended in a question (laughs) and it didn't but this girl was in the store and i was like hey do you need help with something and she's like yeah i'm looking for this thing i can't find it i looked over there i don't know what it is i was like all right well what's you know well what are you looking for obviously um because i can't read your mind and she's like i'm looking for the bts her and i was like oh all right and i was like hold on show me which one you're looking for it was like all right cool and i was like i think i know where that is probably over here and i was like in any other world with any other person somebody would she would have said that same exact sentence i'm looking for bts her and somebody would have been like the fuck is a bts She just lucked but out. I was like, yeah, I was like, I got you. <laughs> K-pop fans, you know, helping each other out, you know. Yeah. Uh, this is a beautiful moment. Uh, she wasn't I, getting that other one, though, because I got that hidden away from myself, that black one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I have that back there somewhere. I think yeah. Here. Here. There it is. Uh, of course, we're talking about East Asian pop culture. Uh, of course, we start off every episode talking about what's new, talk about what's going on in our, uh, and what's caught our attention uh, since we last gathered. Uh, Cass, what, what, what's mm-hmm. caught your attention since, since we last did an episode? <laughs> no, well, all right. You know what? I, I, I am going to talk about the music I brought, but I still want to talk about... There is a big push of K-pop moving into... Tra- terrestrial retail yeah like working in retail i have noticed like we're getting more and more things that are definitely deciding they want to they want to make that bigger push of k-pop in general like bts is definitely leading the charge like there's all these like magazines about bts and like all this stuff that is is going in into market and i i think this is that thing that we we talked about where you just oversaturated um but you 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 direct target and oversaturate at the same time and that's what they're doing and they and i think this is the right thing to do for bts and k-pop in general yeah which is really exciting uh the fact that you can get yeah. the fact that you can buy the uh, the bts albums on amazon <laughs> You just buy them there. And yeah. they're shipped they're sold by Amazon too. 
Yeah, the fact that you can buy them in a dying ass retail store too. Like, yes. <laughs> um, all right, so let's move on to the music for this week. Uh, starting off, uh, we got EXO uh, with their new song Tempo, which hit or miss. Very hit or miss. If you're in the EXO, you're going to defend it no matter what because you're one of those people. If yes. you're me, you had to listen to it three times, and then on that third time, you still questioned it, but you were like, yo, this beat is fire. This beat is mad fire. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah. It's it, it come right there to do it. It's, the beat is good, and like the hook is nice. There's, it's not all, like, like it, it, not every part of it is a, is a, like I said, a hit. Like, not every part quite hits right. Uh, but I think the hook works well and the instrumental is definitely fire. Uh, also the choreography is really tight, but that's EXO. So <laughs> like you, yeah. you, you, you expect that. Uh, but I think overall good. Also, uh, I like, I, I, I kind of uh, put in the, uh, you'll see in the show notes, I put both the Korean and Chinese version because the Chinese version is the only one you'll get lay in it. <laughs> also, uh, and by let you get lay in it, you get two lines all of two lines worth of lay in it, yeah. uh, which I categorized in comments and at least one, maybe not two, maybe two comment sections as this was lays, uh, courtesy. I'll pretend I'm still an XO for you. SM, as long as you'll let me not have to actually be an XO <laughs> thing. This is his appearance. Cause he's certainly not going to be going to music shows. He's, I imagine, he's, he's in China. Once you go to China, you never come back. <laughs> once you start once you start your Chinese career, especially if you are Chinese, you just never come back. That's right. It's a that's a it's a long haul, yeah. Yeah. Us uh, FX fans know that. <laughs> all right. Um, and the pristine fans I will got, know that soon too. <laughs> um all right, so I got I got well you put this in here, but I I probably would have ended up putting it in here as well. So uh it is come and gone for, for worlds of League of Legends. Um and and usually around that time they always do some kind of new release. Um K pop has kind of been a thing that's always been around League of Legends, but it hasn't always necessarily been a thing of League of Legends. Uh, in the, in the past, the closest we've got is one of the character skins is very reminiscent of a girl's generation costume. Um, but this one, this time around for the, um, whole world's uh, fucking advertisements is the word we'll use. Cause I can't say the other word, um, for the whole world's advertisements, they decided to, to blend these two worlds. Um, of K-pop and League of Legends, so they they took four of the characters and essentially made a K-pop group, and yeah. they went out and got uh, a bunch of well, not a bunch, but a, they they went and got some former idols um, to well, current do idols. the vocals and current current idols um, to do the vocals as representative of this formed k-pop group so it's it's kind of been this whole thing um it has actually brought a lot of the player base back oddly enough yeah. um i know a lot of people who have now 
come back to League of Legends because of of this song and and promotion and and skins and things like that that they're selling. So like, yeah, K pop K pop's a good fucking a good selling point. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's uh, they it's KDA uh the the, the, KDA, the yeah. made the fictional group uh and like it's it's what it is it's like. Two people I'd never heard of, but I guess they like they had like they have followings uh, on the internet. I guess they're internet famous. They're influencers. I guess uh, Madison Beer and Jara Burns, um, who are singers and who are internet personalities as well. Uh, and they got two members of G Idol, uh, the rookie mm-hmm. group. They got Soyeon and Mian. Uh, and I think it works well. Soyeon is fantastic, and I think she's she's winning a lot of people over with like her performance. Uh, she she won a lot of people over, especially like at the live performance at Worlds, uh, just because like she kind of had this like really cool like approach to her character and, her, and the the skin for her character, whatever they're doing with that is pretty badass. Um, and yeah, the song is just <laughs> Which- solid. Which is also very, very funny because, uh, so in that video, you, you see the skin, uh, you see all the skins and there's, there's a character called Akali, who is the one that's kind of more hip hop. And when she's on the subway, her, her outfit glows. Yeah. Right. Didn't do, doesn't do that in game. Right. (laughs) No. And I swear, Riot is not a Riot is not a the type of like company that like is very oh hey you know we fucked up we got you guys they're usually like no it's supposed to be that way, um but somebody must have been throwing rocks at their windows and breaking shit because they put out a press release like uh, look uh, we uh we understand we fucked up we're putting the glowing thing in there as soon as we can i don't even know how we're supposed to code this but it's going to be in there stop throwing rocks yes <laughs> like bro you, you did the thing with the glow in the dark uh spray paint yo give us the glow in the dark spray paint <laughs> like, yeah we did we just we just thought it would be a cool thing for the music video um and what else uh also yeah the they also had a really cool performance at at worlds uh and it was like they they used ar as well for it yeah so like they had the the characters appear on stage and then uh, which had to be confusing to everyone in the audience (laughs) (laughs) because unlike holograms like they use at coachella that's for the that's for the cameras everyone else just saw the people who were singing go way off to the sides like what why are you not in the center of the stage yeah i think they i think they were showing it on the on the screens but that's weird too because you're like watching and then you realize wait oh we're supposed to what (laughs) yeah they're trying to watch the stage then you're trying to turn watch the screen yeah it's like all right wait you have to remember which time you're supposed to like pay attention to which part um also it's very it was very obvious who uh uh which two uh uh girls have training in a uh, group choreography and which ones don't oh yeah oh yeah because <laughs> <It's like, laughs> like, i was like 
I was like, man, there looks like there should be way more to this dance than there do. Oh, they simplified it for somebody. <laughs> yeah. And like, you know, the, and yeah, like it was, somebody, uh, somebody hasn't been yelled at for a year and a half for that fucking or for one, two step. <laughs> yeah. Um, one, two, you're off beat. <laughs> yeah. It was like, it was, uh, it was, uh, it was, it was kind of obvious, but which is understandable. These the the two people that accompanied uh, the GI Joe members, Madison Bur- Madison Beer and Jay Bur- Jerry Burns are not K-pop idols. <laughs> they they didn't go through five year, five seven thousand years of K-pop training and gotten millions of pieces of choreography drilled into their skulls. So the fact that they kind of more or less just nailed it, and even though they very much had two different versions of the choreography going on at the same time. That's fine. They're, they're, this is not what, you know, they have to do. They don't need to do, to be, do this. Uh, but yeah, it was kind of like interesting to watch on that respect. Um, but yeah. Speaking of, last but not least, speaking of choreography and stuff. Yeah. Last but not least, um, all right. So let's talk about this. So, um, shit, we've been we've been talking about this this solo for Jenny uh, coming up, and as, as much as I don't want to give them credit, I kind of want to give them credit because the song is called Solo, and it has all these these wait meanings of of solo in it because it's like moving on from a bad relationship. So everybody, obviously, because it's YG, took it to mean the wrong thing when they heard, like, oh, Jenny Solo. Um, But I feel like it's one of those things that air so slightly backfired because the song isn't spectacular. And I think kind of going down that route of that almost like kind of little on the nose tongue in cheek kind of thing with your promotion right um i think at that point the song needs to be like amazing yeah. like and i don't think i don't think this song is as bad as you think it is but i don't think it's bad i just it was just i wasn't really feeling it but yeah it just it didn't yeah no i i actually i actually like it but it's definitely not anything to write home about it's not something i'm gonna be like oh shit check this out this isn't like i'm still gonna be like you know check out blackpink but i'm not gonna be like oh you know that chick from blackpink check this you know what i mean like that's what i mean by like amazing it has to be amazing like like do 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 is amazing you you show that to people to show that to people yeah um i would say like the big thing for me the big thing for me i think it just uh it's a little bit it it very much uh, the sound the the instrumental just doesn't really kind of like grab me all that much it's Mm -hmm. nice but doesn't really grab me um the song itself uh just overall it's you know it's kind of just there and i think the biggest thing and i think that's been talked about in a lot of places is that it feels like it was a song that uh teddy wrote for the, uh when he was working with sunmi teddy wrote for her like comebacks like 
And it was just, this was the song that got turned down and, and she did Siren instead or something like that. Uh, some other person, I think, uh, had uh, had it even better where they called it a budget gashina. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it's like, which is like, I, I can definitely feel that. And honestly, if I wanted, like, I almost feel like if I want this song, if I'm like, man, I want to get into this song, I just like go check out gashina or <laughs> or uh or heroin uh the song heroin uh not the drug uh also you know also the video is kind of uh a little silly uh i do feel for her because apparently she's uh, she's uh, seems to be in love with the guy with the main character from the quiet man uh and uh i feel for anybody that feels connected to the quiet man in any way whatsoever I still don't understand how that got, game got made. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, but but uh, yeah, it's 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 okay. I think, uh, she she <laughs> looks great. She looks great. So so you, when I listen to this, you you know what it kind of makes me think. After what you just said, I I don't think Jenny can carry an individual track. I don't think she has that persona. I don't think she has the vocal range for that. To uh, yeah, honestly, I I I want to like them, but I don't think any anybody in Blackpink does. <laughs> like, they just don't have the stage experience and the and the presence and the confidence yeah because because like i i just turned it on like as we were just talking it and i'm like you know what the instrumental isn't that bad there, there's some spots it could hit a little bit harder you know what i mean like like the drop would be a little bit more interesting like that the, yeah know. and then i'm i think back to like this type of song in in other people's hands like like i think about Kiana doing this. I think about CL doing this, right? That that drop would hit so much harder. Their vocal range would go so, you know, would 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 match because it would go up. It would like like they they would put so much more energy. Like she's she's kind of monotone throughout this, you know, in 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 a sense like Yeah. But it just makes me feel like I don't I don't know I don't really really know how to feel about this. I think I think it just it just it comes down to this. I think I think uh maybe somebody other than Teddy needs to be making music for YG. <laughs> like I think he's running out of I think he's I think he's either spread thin or run out of ideas. Uh and and Blackpink need to Give, be given a chance to develop well need I, I don't know if I should say need because again this song is gonna succeed this song has already succeeded it's a huge hit they're doing fine with their modeling and with their commercial endorsement gigs and doing all that as like basically models who sing or dance um, so I don't know if I should say need but I wish they were given some time to develop as performers. 
because mm-hmm. uh, I want to, because uh, I, you know, I, I like, I really like, I really enjoy Blackpink songs, but every time I see them perform, like, it's just, man, it's just kind of like disheartening a little, almost a little bit. Um, I don't know. That's kind of it. Uh, I think. Mm-hmm. I think if I were to like, as I take over, I wanted to kind of. I have a couple songs. Uh, I have a couple songs, and I I would say like, if I were to kind of compare, because I think one of the things like presence and kind of putting a personality, and even like have, and then pair it with a stronger like instrumental. Um, I'm bringing. uh, I'll talk about in in my first track, uh, Hyoyan or just Hyo, aka DJ Hyo. Uh, collaborating with Three Lao uh, for punk right now. This is kind of her new like solo track, and it's a fun track. And I think it's it has a lot has a lot going for it. It's a it's a fun song. Mm-hmm. Uh, she kind of like owns the personality of the song, even if it's a little bit silly. Uh, but if you kind of appreciate the silliness of it, uh, and they kind of like, even with moments like her going, I'm so reckless, like the Eartha kit rolling over ours. Uh, overall the song has, is just, is just kind of like a, a nice entertaining, like club banger with like a good drop that, that kind of gets your move, gets you moving a little bit and has a nice, like has a nice beat bass feel to it and has like a nice like uh little effects going for it and you know the dancing in the video is fun and it's very danceable very fun not not too it's not so much an epic uh comeback track uh as much as it's just a fun club banger uh and a nice addition to her to to hear you lineup and i think the the it, you almost feel like you realize the veteran presence a little bit <laughs> like just in the fact that uh Hyoyeon is able to like even with empirically you could even say empirically less empirically less good singing less good singing quote unquote if you really want to kind of get into this and she has some effects on her voice and she doesn't go for like like vocal gymnastics or like even in like try to impress she just kind of embodies like just kind of focuses on the personality of song and i think that is to the strength of the song i don't know what what did you think kaz i mean i don't know i don't i liked it but it's just kind of all over the place a little bit like it's just like they got mad experimental and they were just like yo let's try this what's the sound i don't know throw it the fuck in there (laughs) um but I, I do agree with kind of those things you just said. It's it's, but I I think that is due to that two people coming together probably you know not not the most time in the world and just kind of being like yo let's let's try this yo let's try this yo that sounds dope like nobody's really willing to say no but it's just kind of kind of I like this I like that oh shit yeah 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 it, it, it makes for a fun experience. Uh, and I think the fact that even this, uh, even this, like the fact that if 
I felt this was more solid than the than the much the super hyped solo debut of one of like of Jenny. It's like I think it says a lot about the the Jenny solo, but uh, I think it's a fun song, and I think it's worth checking out. Uh, yeah, I'm liking, still, I'm, yeah. liking, I'm liking I'm liking I'm liking style. Uh, it was really nice. Uh, all right, moving on to another track that is that had only you know uh, for for another track for a back group and a debut that had a lot of hype uh, behind it. Of course, uh, the the ladies of Eyes One. Uh, yes, that's how you pronounce it. Eyes One. Was it eyes? One. Uh, it's not eye zone. <laughs> they even put the little asterisk <laughs> in between the Z and the O just to make sure nobody calls it eye zone, just because they don't want to get in trouble with uh, certain eye product manufacturers. Uh, finally debuted, you know, Produce One One Season Three. Or, oh, no, not I should say Produce One. Produce Four Eight Forty Eight wrapped up, and we got our group of t- uh, twelve girls. Uh, I I cannot tell you who's in the group. I'm sorry. That's still a process. <laughs> That's always a process with every new group. You 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 take your time. You go seek out. And you learn the different members. You learn. You know. You start to identify who's who. I mean, it, I fucking there wasn't that many members in FX, and it still took me forever. And now I can't remember <laughs> much of FX. Yeah. So it happens. It happens. But uh, they're still here. Just t- the twelve members uh, are here, uh, and their song "La Vian Rose." Uh, it's a it's a pretty nice song. It's a it's a nice song. It's a nice solid debut. I think that that uh, a lot of it works more than it doesn't. Um, it's yeah. Uh, it's not, you know, it, it doesn't all work. It's, it can be hit or miss, but I think more works than it doesn't, than doesn't work. Uh, there's like, some solid parts. So this is definitely generic K-pop, but it's done well. It's done so goddamn well. Like, yeah. and, and we talk so much about things being generically K-pop, but it, I don't always mean that in a bad way sometimes. Like, like, I mean it in a bad way when there's a group that has shown they can be more than that. But when it's your debut and you do generic K-pop, but you do it good, that's a good start to me, yeah. I think. You develop a foundation, you know, especially mm-hmm. when like you, you gotta develop a solid foundation. Um, I definitely like this better than, than Dreamgirls. For sure, the, you know the IOI first song, uh, and I've, yeah. I'm, this is a lot more of a solid foundation than they than they did, and a little bit, I think even more solid uh, foundation musically than a one hundred and one. I think because they had a, they, I don't know if I necessarily, I think energetic was great, but it took a, took a little bit to get to their like breakthrough moment. I think they're start, uh, I one is starting a little bit more solidly as far as music wise. Um, yeah, and I think you know it, it, the the visuals are nice, the the videos nice. Uh, it it does it does leave me thinking. Okay, you know if if because if IOI, you know they they didn't start off great, but they found a nice rhythm. They found their their songs, 
uh, and ultimately I ended up enjoying the group and, and uh, kind of uh, bummed out when when it had to end. Uh, and then you know, of course, one on one found their sound <laughs> and always already had their their fan base, but found their sound and I think honestly have great songs. You know, like for as much as they, they yeah. have a lot of hype and have the crazy fandom. They also have really great songs, like and a really solid foundation, a really solid discography, and we'll see when uh, you know when they, when they wrap up and whatnot. So I, I, there's a good track record for the produce uh, produced uh, groups. So this is solid, and I'm looking for. I mean, to- uh, like in in a way, right? Like one of the bigger groups that 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 are around uh, Monster X, in a sense, is a produced type group. You know what I mean? Like, like Just not by produce show. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? But, like, they had the whole seri- the whole YouTube series about... Or, or was it on TV in Korea? Maybe. I don't know. Um, enough but they had that whole thing. You know what I mean? Like... They blurred all those brands. Must have been. Um, but it's just one of those things, right? Like produced, like like K-pop is highly produced, right? And and I think to American fans, they don't think about that as much. But sometimes, sometimes you do it right. Sometimes you get the pieces right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like sometimes your your that rts strategy works out and you 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 fucking go for the right build and things just work out um and yeah uh so i uh, i put i put an article Uh, so i put an article because it was like an interesting thing about the song uh the fact that clc uh a group you know out of cube uh, did the, one of the original demos and we're gonna and and looking at the reality show that they have where a big part of that is them prepping for a summer comeback that never happened uh mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was like luckily tied into this uh and ended up going to eyes one uh okay i guess they kind of like decided and there was a lot of back and forth uh but i think the it's very interesting to point that out because it I mean, if you, it's a nice study into thinking like, man, if CLC had put it out, it would not have succeeded nearly as much as it as the song has succeeded now. If you really think about it, and there's a big difference in the same song going between one group or another, and based on you know who's you know, who's hype, you know, like based on uh, visibility and hype and how much uh, all of that plays into things uh and you know the struggle it is to be a a a not as well known or not as uh like i mean could you could you think about monster x doing fantastic baby yeah (laughs) like like, (laughs) before they you know like or like Or like, uh, or like, fucking B two B doing yeah. like 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 Jada or doing like fake love. 
Uh, sure, it would have been a, it still would have been a dope song, but uh, it wouldn't have been like the world Billboard, you know, smashing hit as without the momentum that you know BTS had going for them. Like mm-hmm. sometimes it's about you know who's who has the song. So I just thought that was was interesting and worth checking out. I'll uh, watching out uh, articles on Asian Junkie. I uh, have it in the show notes. Um, but yeah, last but not least, Drunken Tiger is back, uh, and mm-hmm. for the for the final time as Drunken Tiger, this is the final album, final release uh, of Drunken Tiger. Uh, presumably, as uh, Tiger JK puts the moniker to bed. Uh, and move forward to kind of whatever he wants to do post this. Uh, and the song is Mantra. And it's it's a solid, it's a really fantastic kind of a throwback vibe. Well, not kind of a throwback, super throwback vibe. Uh, just the boom bap. Uh, the boom bap is back. Uh, it's just, just Tiger uh, on a mic. With a solid, with a fantastic beat, uh, just spitting rhymes, spitting bars, and then there's a music video with all the feel good fam uh, making a cameo, which is fantastic. Uh, yeah, and it's just overall just solid and fun to listen to. Yeah, uh, it just feels good <laughs> to bring that back to boom bap, boom bap sound. Bring back the old. Yeah, it definitely, it definitely is like just that that early '90s kind of before gangster rap sound. Um, but it it's just I, I I kind of always in in this this realm of like who I think holds importance in Korean hip hop. I always kind of forget about Drunken Tiger until he reminds me he exists. Yeah. <laughs> And then I'm like, oh my god, how did I forget Drunken Tiger? Yeah, yeah, Drunken Tiger is uh, is 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 an icon for sure, uh, and has a lot of bangers throughout his history. I think he hasn't always been like, like we've had our you know kind of we've had our downs. I think with uh, uh, Drunken Tiger sometimes or MFDTY, but I think overall they've just had a really great. Uh, discography, especially if you go back to like bangers like Monster, <laughs> like uh, Korean yeah. Monster, like uh, it's just it's just the 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 legacy is really great, and uh, it's gonna be interesting to see what he comes, what what it goes, what is in store going forward. Now the drunken tiger has been killed, and now we go forward to what whatever Tiger JK or MFBTY do. Uh, yeah, because it's it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting, but yeah, I think this song, but definitely worth checking out. I I'm looking for I'm I'm gonna go ahead and probably give it get it get around to when I can checking out the whole album because I know he has a collaboration with <laughs> RM on it. Uh, your boy Rapmon. Uh, he also has other collaborations and features which are which uh, I believe are are worth check uh, should be worth checking out. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. But yeah, Drunken Tiger, the end of an era, <laughs> or just yeah. You know, or I mean, it, it's just yeah, probably more a new beginning than 
than an end. Yeah. Yeah, more than anything, it's just that. So it's, just, it's really cool. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Also, he's auditioning for his uh, the the next Ghost Rider remake. Which <laughs> is fun. Uh, I wish him luck. Uh, but yeah, that's it for what's new. Uh, we're going to switch on over to the headline segment. So uh, catch us on the flip side. Uh, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to our headline segment here on Hallyujuku, <laughs> where we talk about some topical, topical topics, things going on in the world of East Asian pop culture, uh, a lot of uh, hullabaloo and uh, shenanigans uh, to discuss for sure. Uh, but first of all, uh, I wanted to talk about uh, something really cool uh, that dropped, a really cool teaser uh, that dropped for a new Netflix uh, series. Uh, so Netflix, we, we talked about it a while back when it was first like announced, uh, but Netflix uh, is coming out with a Korean drama, a Korean uh, period drama uh, called Kingdom. Uh, it's going to be a per, like a, a, you know, kind of like a period drama, but with zombies. Uh, it's... It's pretty cool. It's it it looks really nice. Uh, it has a lot of really good uh, mm-hmm. actors and act, you know, actors in it. Um, it like like I like I really like the 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 visuals of it. Like the 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 kind of like the visual tone and the cinematography and like uh, and like the I don't know like the the mood of it. Uh, what what were your impressions of the of the trailer? I haven't uh, fully watched it yet, um, but I mean, I, I, I want to say Netflix can do no wrong, but it's always depending on in the right hands kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, but from what I what I saw, like it definitely has a, a good cinematic feel to it, and it'll definitely be interesting, right? Because because doing doing period pieces is not unfamiliar to Korean television, right? Or any television for that matter. Here in America, we're, we're so used to doing Westerns and, and all kinds of shit. Um, so this in, in their sense is, is something that is known to them and then throwing a wrench into it as probably as overdone as people think it is as zombies. I think, putting zombies or or something we're used to being in present times over and over and over and over again in in a different time like this is definitely interesting yeah and kind of like i like playing with the zombie idea and then also playing like it's partly politics partly zombie like thriller uh mm-hmm. it's still still pretty fantastic um yeah, no matter what Zombie zombie thrillers now and and pretty much forever have always come down to um have always come down to being about people. Yeah. How people react, how people react to each other, what people decide to do in these situations. You know what I mean? So 
it it's definitely it's definitely something to think about what 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 people in that time would do how people would react especially in a culture like korea you know like so it's it's just (laughs) yeah like so i i i think it's as cheesy as people think zombies are right now i think it's still an interesting storytelling motif because it's something that can overrun you it's something it's something that has rules but people never have rules so so it's interesting yeah. And I think well, the, it's still worth checking out, even if you feel like you are drained of of zombies. Yeah, and I think it's definitely. Gonna, uh, I'm definitely going to be intrigued. I'm definitely going to check it out. Uh, I like. I also like at the end of this. Uh, and the, uh, I linked to the Simpy article that had the the teaser. Go check out the the trailer. It's really cool. I uh, like at the end of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the director, uh, the the writer. I mean, Kim and he uh, was talking about in Kingdom. People's necks get cut off. They bleed, and mean, many people die. Uh, these kinds of expressions were impossible for existing drama pa- platforms, and it was difficult because there were many cruel scenes. I came to do this on the Netflix platform because of the freedom of expression, which I think is going to is a I think a telling line about how Netflix is starting to kind of snap up these dramas that. Uh, and these uh these you know these people these creators uh and locking them down and kind of almost kind of like snatching them up from the the traditional drama platforms and especially even tv kind of what they've done in here and yeah and i mean they've the, done that here with with shows like narcos and other things that probably wouldn't necessarily exist on TV and and making, I mean, cable did that a long time ago, right? Like cable was this place that people could go and tell stories that you couldn't tell on terrestrial TV. Right. But then even cable got to a point where there were, there were things you couldn't do. Um, and then for a long time, YouTube was a place that a lot of creators went when there wasn't a place to go for a creative outlet. And I think now with the plethora of platforms that exist on the internet and the way things are, I think Netflix, I I, I still think YouTube has a lot of, of good content on there in, in, in a realm of produced content, not just like. Don't 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 inundate me with like oh it's just vlogs and, and this and this and that. But I still think there's a lot of great produced content on there. But I think now you have a platform in something like Netflix that I think as we go, a lot of the things that we see on Netflix are gonna be this rotation of of TV shows and other things and more more and more and more Netflix originals, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like of of content that they're paying for. Because you have so many people trying to diverge into having their own platforms. You know, like Disney is pulling shit off of Netflix because they want to have their own streaming platform and 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 I I, I always start to think like oh man what's gonna happen to netflix and then things like this pop up where i'm like oh netflix will be fine because they'll just they'll just start making more and more content 
for themselves. Yeah. So it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be cool uh, to see how their how many uh, how how much more they do as far as like uh, they're they're definitely investing big in Asian drama and Asian uh, shows, uh, especially Korean dramas because they're gonna they're they're going after uh, not just Korea but as a consumer market, but they're getting those Korean dramas and going after Asia as a whole because uh, they, they know that reach that the Korean dramas have. Uh, so it's, it's going to be cool. Um, but yeah, speaking of things, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I have no segue for this. Uh, Mamamoo fans clash with uh, Rainbow Bridge World over group's working conditions. Uh, Mamamoo's fandom has announced protest against girl group's agencies. Against the girl group's agency, RBW. Uh, this is uh, an article, of course, Simpi. Uh, com. Previously, on November 9th, Mamamoo's fan union requested RBW to postpone Mamamoo's upcoming December concert due to the girl group's hectic schedule since releasing their special single, Paint Me, on January 4th, 4th earlier this year. Uh, their schedule for the rest of the year included two mini-album releases, seven concert shows, a Japanese debuts, 70 local events, overseas performances, solo album releases, and solo concerts. Uh, this is in addition to their upcoming comeback with their eighth mini-album, Blue uh, S, or Blues, uh, on November 29th, as well as their winter concert following their two-week-long promotions for the album. Uh, the fan union claimed that the reason that for the anger was RBW's continuous and sincere feedback throughout the group's recent activities, in particular the reuse of gold concert images and notice that included broken reservation links for the group's official so- showcase further fueled fans' anger with the agency. There were also many complaints about the management of RBW's artists, as the Mamo members have been frequently injured while carrying out their numerous schedule despi- this schedules despite opposition from, from fans. Um, uh, RBW had a response and said the venue, uh, was fi- the venue of the concert was finalized in August and we have been planning and pra- practicing for the concerts. Is then a detailed poster and pages after the concert will be released on the 14th, uh, through the reservation website. If we decide to postpone or cancel the concert, we will receive a penalty on so on and so forth. Uh, to kind of give it, you know, answer that they, there are the health of the artists is a top priority yeah. and things like that. Um, they the fan union highlighted that the target of the boycott was so they decided they're gonna boycott the concert uh they said you know they highlighted that the boycott was uh targeted towards rbw not mama moo and they said that they will support the song comeback um and yeah and the you know agency had a response to all this uh and things like that well so moo moo's kind of standing up kind of demanding you know that a little bit of you know better treatment for the artists um especially this particular year because you know usually it always felt like uh mama Moo had a pretty good relationship with their label uh but it did you know that they've kind of been noticing a little bit of extra work so definitely it's definitely cool to kind of see the fans demand better for the artists and put their, you know, put some hard, like, you know, threats into their demands, like straight boycott the concert. Uh, what were your impressions kind of looking at all this? I mean, that's just, it's one of the things that we've talked about, right? We've talked about 
the if 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 you really care, do something about it. You know what I mean? Like like kind of thing. Or I've talked about that. And this is that. This is this is that thing for me, right? Where where people people vocalize things and say things a lot, but they're they're not actually willing to do something, right? So their fans saw this list of things and they were like, bro, that's ridiculous. That's just over the top. That's way too fucking much. You know what I mean? Like, and they were like, we, we want to vocalize that. We think that's the reason that they've suffered injury. That's the reason that, that certain things maybe don't turn out as well as they're supposed to, because you put them on this schedule. That is just like ridiculous. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm down with fans caring this much about, about groups that they claim they love. Yeah. And, uh, it's interesting cause they got an interesting response. They did get a nice, like, um, like the, the, you know, kind of a nice statement, pretty, it's sort of boilerplate, but still nice. Uh, kind of taking ownership, like say, Hey, we hear you. Uh, you know, we'll, you know, we'll try to make do better, things like that. Uh, there's also the interesting part that on their fan cafe, uh, Mamamoo, not Mamamoo, uh, the, the label, uh, you know, RBW asked fans Mm -hmm. to vote on if they, you know, if they make any changes to the concert, including maybe even canceling, uh, and things like that. They kind of like, uh, uh. You know, the agency said, revealed that they will finalize whether or not to hold a group's concert based on votes by fans. Uh, the agency responded they kind of postponed their concert due to the group's future schedule, release schedules in December. However, on November 15th, uh, RBW revealed another statement. Uh, the agency stated Mamamoo's uh, uh, four-season fall-winter concert has been under preparation for a long time. The Preparations are still being made to create a better, more unique concert. However, as we understand and respect fans' deep concerns, we decided to proceed to a vote where we can gather the ideas and thoughts of fans directly. Uh, end quote. RBW's position is that they will decide whether or not to hold the concert based on the results of votes from fans. The voting will end on November 16th, uh, noon Korean Standard Time. Uh, which I believe that is now. Uh, no, I don't know as of yet what the results are. I guess once once the polls are closed and all the votes are counted and we have any recounts if we need it, we'll know. Uh, let's see. Once all once all once all the counties have uh, reported, uh, we'll know. But things are still too close to call. Uh, or, I don't know. Uh, RBW added, we felt that it is meaningless to hold a concert that fans who love Mama Wu do not want and do not want to participate in. We will take responsibility for the cause of this incident and try to become better in order for an incident like this to never happen again. So, it's interesting that they're going to just like put it out to a vote. Uh, and like I said, we don't know exactly what they've decided. Uh no word yet at least uh i mean i could refresh the simpy website or you know things like that but you know we'll i guess we'll know soon uh but i don't know what, what, were your, what was your impression on the on their response this is basically saying you guys decide 
Uh, I think that's the the like. Uh, I I think that's definitely the. Oh shit! We don't know what else to do. You know what I mean? Like, so it's the it, it's it's the somebody's like you you fucked up, and you're like you fucked up, and they're like, what do you mean? Like, <laughs> you you just try to reverse it on them, and so you're like, oh okay, what would you do then? <laughs> <laughs> can you just you just back out slowly and they're like what no <laughs> uh yeah oh uh, yeah yeah maddie um <laughs> uh, yes but good job for good big ups to mama moose fan union uh fighting the the proletariat of the the k-pop bourgeois <laughs> uh yeah big ups to fa- the big ups to fandom trying to do right by their group uh which is really cool all right moving on so there's been a lot of craziness happening with bts uh it all started with a dumb t-shirt a, a really dumb stupid t-shirt uh which is, of course, uh, G-Min uh, had a shirt kind of a while ago and just recently kind of got people's attention. Um, you know, a big part of it. Uh, so it's it's a it's a shirt that uh, commemorates uh, the liberation of Korea, uh, which is fine. Yeah, it kind of like has the has the uh, had that date and had that you know had that that look. Uh, the unfortunate part of that is that part of the design included a a picture of the bombing of Hiroshima, uh, which was uh, one of, again one of the one of the big moments and uh, that you know spurred those the end of World War Two and thus you know, the liberation of Korea, at least the first one, uh, which is like I'm gonna say a misstep. I'm gonna say a dumb move, <laughs> a dumb thing to wear, a dumb thing to celebrate. You know, probably you know nobody. Probably something everybody regrets. Uh, yeah. Especially, especially because, you know, we yeah yeah that ended the war, but also a lot of civilians died. Yeah, it's not good. Also, at least 20,000 Koreans were among those civilians that died that day. Because they they, kind of used a lot of, like, Korean labor in Japan during the war. Kind of, they had all this free labor. All these volunteers, quote-unquote. So, there was a lot of Koreans that died that day. So, it's not exactly... Yeah, tens of thousands actually. Uh, Koreans perished in the bombings as well. So, so which is and and uh, kind of like you know that uh, I should probably add these other articles that caused music station in Japan to kind of cancel an appearance by uh, BTS. Uh, TV Asahi was uh, kind of cited that specifically. Um, a little bit, you know, the, there's also a back and forth a little bit, but kind of the relations between, uh, Korea and, B, and BT, Korea and BTS, I think it's a little bit more, to, you know, 
the I should I'm, I'm gonna I'll I'll include in the the in the show notes uh, the other Asian or Asian junkie article where he kind of like talks about how all the other mitigating factors, uh, especially a little bit of Japanese nationalism, because uh, uh, it also kind of compounded with uh, si- the Simon Weisenthal Center uh, denouncing BTS at least based partially on questionable info. Uh, they're kind of citing the t-shirt also citing, uh, a, an old picture from about 2014, uh, saying, you know, the, uh, kind of pointing out the hat that had a bit of a questionable imagery, uh, which is, uh, some people kind of pointed out the swastika. Other people has also have also pointed out that it also is, the uh a combination of the uh Reichsadler Reichsadler uh and the SS Death Head logo. Uh, which is, you know, again, another <laughs> questionable thing. Well yeah, uh, but it's also it's also in in that it's also of the boy who trying to point it out. <laughs> yeah, it's also the boy London logo, which I'm sure you could just go to their website and see what the hat actually looks like, rather than trying to zoom in to an image of a hat that isn't the focal point of a picture of Ratmon, and then play Pictionary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is it a swastika? It's a swastika. I think it's a swastika. Just like... No, it's not a swastika. So there, there, like, there is some questionable parts of the thing, but yeah, it's, it's a little bit of a stretch. Uh, and then kind of point going to this uh, to this imagery of, of, at this Sateji concert, uh, kind of like connecting it to like Nazi symbolism, uh, despite the fact that it's very obviously like visual, critical, like visually critical iconography meant to uh meant to to comment and criticize on specific things like uh the education system and kind of like the t- the totalitarian feel of the education system in Korea and kind of like uh you know standardized yeah. education and cramming and things like that and uh kind of like you know especially so, the use of the clock and things like that so Kind of taking what's supposed the, to be a specific artistic critical imagery and use it like to make oh they're they're Nazis or some shit. I'm like, no. Is is it is it a little heavy handed? Yeah. <laughs> it's a little ham fisted, but like I will say in in this looking at looking at the stuff that's there. Are there are there missteps? Yes. Right? Like you said, with the t-shirt, the t-shirt's a misstep. Are some of these other things witch hunts? Oh, fuck yes. This is the Salem witch trials, and you're trying to drown somebody to prove that they're a witch. <laughs> which, yeah. which, in both ends of those drownings, never turns out good. You drowned them, and if they die, oh, they weren't a witch. You drowned them, and if they happen to live, must have been a witch. So now yeah. we kill them. <laughs> like, yeah, and they they specifically cite like super ultra nationalist Japanese account as evidence, like it's like, uh, which is yeah okay, uh, yeah. And it's one of those things I've 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 told PD this many a time b- because of of past relationship things. It's just one of those things that that 
that Korea Japan like nationalism stuff, and then 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 when you throw China in there too, I just I I fucking step out of that room quickly. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's like you just like, uh, bruh. I'm yeah. <laughs> awkward moonwalk. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! What's that? <laughs> I'm, uh, oh, uh, I think I think oh oh, oh it's, it's vibrating. I, th- I think they have my my coffee order ready. I'm I'm, I'm gonna I'm, just, I'm gonna go get my coffee. Yeah. order. that was easy. Yeah, <laughs> um, but uh, that's, it's one of those things you never you never want to find yourself in the middle of when when people get on the ends of those things. It gets uh, crazy. Yeah, um, I will say the really cool thing: a big hit entertainment uh, release an apology about these things and uh, i i I'll, I'll go through the statement um let me see i'm gonna kind of skim through uh it's a fairly big statement uh so but kind of let's go through it uh they start off kind of laying out okay this is the issues first the artist had worn a shirt the image of the atomic bomb second that our artists had worn a hat with nazi symbolism an old photo shoot for a green media outlet and third, there are artists are said to have used uh, flags with Nazi imagery. Uh, and so this is our statement. Uh, in, in BTS's promotions, as well as promotions of all of our artists, Big Hit does not support war or the atomic bomb. We oppose those things and did not mean to cause harm to the victims of the atomic bomb. And this will not change. Uh, and BTS's promotions, as well as the promotions of all of our artists, Big Hit does not support any form of totalitarianism, including Nazism or any groups with radical political tendencies. We oppose these things and had no intention of causing harm to the historical victims of these groups, and this will not change. This is our apology for the issues mentioned above. Uh, about the item with the clothing and atomic uh, bomb imagery, as we stated above, it was not done with any intent, and we have confirmed that the shirt itself was not produced with the intention of causing harm to the victims of the atomic bomb. However, uh, it is obvious that harm may have been caused unintentionally to the victims when the shirt was worn due to our lack of foresight and preparation. We sincerely apologize for potentially causing discomfort through the appearance of our artists being connected with atomic bomb imagery. About the hat with Nazi symbolism being used in an old photo shoot, as we have stated above, it has not, it was not done with any intent. The clothes and accessories used in the photo shoot were given to us by the media outlet. Our artists ended up wearing them due to our inability to sufficiently check beforehand, and harm may have been caused unintentionally to the victims of Nazism. <laughs> uh, we sincerely apologize for causing discomfort. I'm kind of doing the read in between the lines thing here, and it's like, I'm, I'm sorry you got butter. <laughs> like, <laughs> maybe. Uh, uh, however, we would like to clearly state that the responsibility for the these issues lies with Big Hit, who was not able to fully support our artists. Our artists have to deal with many schedules and site conditions, and responsibility for the above issues does not lie with them. Uh, this Ooh. is our statement on the issue. I like that because I like say, yo, that's on us. Uh, this is our statement on the issue of the concert performance. The concert in question, and I like this part. The concert in question was the 2017 anniversary concert of the legendary Korean artist, uh, Teji. 
Uh, the performance in question was built around the social message of criticizing the reality of standardized education. The imagery on the flags was artwork without any question connection to Nazism. The message of the performance was to criticize the standardized totalitarian education system. The performance was became an issue because it was said that it was related to Nazism. This is not true at all, and in fact, the performance was meant to criticize that kind of totalitarian reality. Uh, totalitarian reality. Uh, Big Hit will do our best to reform these problems that have been raised. Our motto is to give comfort and emotion to the world through our music and our artists. Uh, it is a challenge for us to consider that many elements arise from living in an era of diversity of tolerance, but we are doing our best to fulfill that duty uh, in the future on the basis of our understanding of not only these issues, but of various social, historical, cultural backgrounds. Big Hit and our artists will care more carefully consider the details of our promotions and that we do not cause harm to people. Once again, we apologize to people who were hurt by our lack in dealing with these issues. Um, okay. First, Big Hit will take the following steps in order to resolve these issues. First, we are contacting the atomic bomb victim associations in Japan and Korea to explain and apologize for the problems that we have raised, that have been raised. We have also sent a letter explaining and apologizing for the situation to the Simon Weisenhall Center. Um, yeah, it is, is, you can read between the lines, but yeah, it is pretty apologetic and it's pretty much like, this is also big hit uh shielding the group and just kind of say yo mm -hmm. that's on us like just, if you're gonna get be mad be mad at us kind of like taking the heat off but there, the there's just a good one there in the middle of like the the clothes were given to us by the media outlet <laughs> like, yeah, like i'm sorry we didn't fucking parse every stitch and be like this cross stitch here is it is it a nazi cross stitch <laughs> like, it's a fucking clothing company like we can't fucking question every person about every item like yeah, especially the artists can't do it like especially after yeah it, this was 2014 they were just like debuted a year prior they certainly can't say anything <laughs> like they're yeah. not in a position but and then i love uh, i also love how defensive they were of their concert like they were like no this concert was meant to do this and you're not going to take that from us like yeah this like, is we'll what this concert was meant for this yeah we'll like, apologize for this and we'll apologize you know again this and this mea culpa you know we should have checked things a little bit better supported our artists a little bit better you know this this shirt is a bad idea we'll own that but yo this concert and this was our message and you're and it's not our problem if you can't understand our very heavy-handed obvious cr social criticism and think of it as you know think of it i try to interpret it in some other way because yeah that's y'all that's on y'all and you're not gonna take that away from us mm -hmm. so I, don't know, I think it's a pretty solid statement. It's very, it's very, very practiced and very detailed. But I, I it's why I'm, it's why I need a fucking I need a fucking writer, man. I need somebody to just stand behind me when I'm about to say some dumb shit and be like, no, 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 hold on. <laughs> Tell me what you want to say, and I'll say it. In, I'll say it in a good, in a good fucking lawsuit friendly way. <laughs> yes, a good old non lawsuit incurring friendly way. Yeah. We, we we ain't got none of that. Yeah. No. We, we ain't got Nah, I just say dumb shit. I just exactly. ain't got no lawsuits yet. Yeah. I think we, 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 
Look, look the, the thing we have going for us is that nobody nobody gives that much of a shit about us to sue us. <laughs> we've, yeah, we've got, no, we've got they the, know I ain't got shit. You can see everything I got. I ain't got shit. Yes, I got I got a bookshelf of CDs. That's this is all I've got. Um, all right, Oof. I just Oof. moving Oof. on. I just want to so one quick quick little thing. I wanted to add on a high note. Uh. Courts rule in favor of Jung Hyo Sung in lawsuit with TS Entertainment. Uh, the courts have ruled in favor of Jung Hyo Sung in her legal battle with, T- legal battle with <laughs> TS Entertainment. Two parties met at the Seoul Western District Court on November 14th, and the judge ruled to confirm the invalid invalidity of Jung Hyo Sung's exclusive contract with TS Entertainment. The ruling stated, quote, We confirm that the exclusive contract between Jung Hyo Sung uh, and TS Entertainment holds no validity. Uh, the defendant must pay the plaintiff uh, approximately 130 million won, which is about 115 grand, someone give or take, in uh, the remaining down payments and unpaid wages, end quote. TS Entertainment will also have to cover 95% of legal fees, while Joan Hyosung uh, pays 5%. Earlier this year, Joan Hyosung revealed that she had departed from secret and filed the lawsuit, uh, and she stated that after receiving six million one, which about five grand in two thousand fifteen, she had not received any payments since. Uh, the court ruling in her favor, John Hillsong can now focus on her work with new agency Tommy and Partners Entertainment. Uh, she also uh, celebrated with the post um, and included the article in the show notes from Sumpi. Uh, this is uh, kind of cool and surprising and, uh, and, and kind of super good news, especially considering that, uh, I think we talked about it. She didn't even want, <laughs> like, she literally was like, she didn't even want money, <laughs> uh, at mm-hmm. some point. She just wanted to be free. Like, I, I don't need you to pay me anything. Just let me be free. She was willing to take that. Uh, but then they, you know, they insisted and took it to court and they lost she should have should have did the the fucking. I think whenever you win a nice big case like that, you got to do the Tupac walk out of the courtroom. Yeah. Just... <laughs> the the George Jefferson yes. just out of the courtroom. Yeah, it's like a boss. Uh, just do like mm-hmm. a little shuffle. It's like do like like the like like those dudes in on uh, Maury when they get told they're not the father. It's just like. <laughs> Do the running man and shit. <laughs> uh, nah, you can't go that far. That's, 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 that's extra. You just got you just got a two pocket shoulders back. Do the like kind of the George Jefferson like I got off a murder trial. <laughs> <laughs> murder was the case that they gave me. Uh, well, did you have any thoughts on the on Jen Hill songs? No, I'm just happy for her. Uh, uh, hopefully things work out better with the new agency and then she's allowed to do the things that she wants to do. Uh, and then, I mean, it, it's like we said, so when we talked about it before, she didn't, she just wanted her, her to be able to continue to work. Like she didn't, she didn't want undue payment. She didn't want any of that other shit. She just wanted to continue to be able to work and she gets that and extra. So there you go. Yep. Big ups. Yeah. Good job. Uh, so good luck to Hyosung, uh, who's really fantastic and talented, and she'll do great things. Uh, she'll do fun songs, uh, and I'm looking forward to what she does in the future. Uh, yeah, I think. All right, 
that being said, that brings us to the end of another fantastic episode of Halujuku. Yeah. Kaz. What, what's, what's going on? What's up? What's going on in your world? Too much, too much travel, too much bullshit, too much work. Even the travel has been work. Um, tell me. But yeah, uh, fucking, fucking sportshotsandnets.com uh, for your fly-by-night sports fan needs. Uh, we've been talking about the football season. We've been talking about the Browns a lot lately because they fired everybody. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> God damn it. Um, uh, talking about that and uh, just just kind of the, the goings-ons in sports and, and the ridiculousness of, of a lot of things that are happening in a lot of different sports. The fact that we might not have uh, baseball in the future. That's a big one. <laughs> Yeah. Shit uh, keeps going the way it's going. Yeah. Uh also the fact that uh have you have you guys talked about the fact that uh WNBA players have gone on strike? No, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's that's interesting. Big you know, big seeing the women stand up for themselves. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, that. I mean, the it, it's had to happen across hockey, across soccer. So, it, it's gonna ha- happen across all women's sports. Yeah. So look forward to that. Uh, uh He's at King Kaz. Uh, I'm at PD Rave. Uh, the show. Uh, we are Halujuku. Uh, if you didn't know at this point, uh, we're Haliju- We're at Halujuku. Uh, we're on hallyjuka.com or kpoppodcast.com. If you want to share with your friends, really easy to say out loud, and people re- 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 with will remember it. Um, well, didn't they tell you? Don't you know? Check us out. You know, we're on Rebellion.net for those and other shows. Rebellion TV on YouTube for the visual version of the show. Uh, we're on iTunes. We're on Stitcher. Uh, we're on many places where you can find podcasts. Um, you know, give us reviews, give, give us feedback, give us, you know, let us know what you think about what we, you know, we talk about, what we discuss, uh, do all the things, um, like, share, subscribe, do all the things. Until next time. Hasta los huevos. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>